0: It'll
1: be good well, let welcome Facebook amen
0: hi Facebook
1: welcome Facebook welcome you that are here today I'm glad you're here it's good to see you let me read 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 you some news excuse me Sweden obliterates the lie of vaccine as a ticket to ending the pandemic it's now undeniable that almost every part of North America, Europe, and East Asia the pandemic is more prolific than it ever was before a single person was vaccinated, even though most of those countries have been nearly have nearly vaccinated every adult. Anyway, a lot on that. Oh and by the way, uh, Bill Gates has given 319 million to bankroll select media outlets and change the public narrative. Don't think there's not money behind what's going on in the country. But there's some good news. There's news from Kansas, the city of Mays, Kansas, whose schools have become liberal and progressive promoting the critical race theory and Black Lives Matter had four very conservative Christians run for the school board and won. The result was the school board president, the superintendent, and all the principals resigned. God is on the move. Isn't that good? Here's a critical race supporter allegedly threatened parents, saying he's got a thousand soldiers ready to go. He's locked and loaded. There's just all kinds of junk. This is in, oh, America. Did I tell you that? Yeah. We just can't believe that's going on in our country, and we just got to keep standing up against it. That's right. Guess who the highest-paid government employee is? In- Fauci. Fauci. Oh my God. Fauci. Correct. Here's some good news. Anybody that doesn't have a place to go for Thanksgiving. If you know Charlotte Parker, the donut, it's donut king, but she's the donut queen, is fixing Thanksgiving dinner for anybody that needs a place to go. Families or individuals. So, Lord bless Charlotte in that. And we will not be here Wednesday night. No Wednesday night service. Anything else I'm supposed to announce? Tonight. Tonight. <clears throat> I need your presence. (laughs) The community churches are gathering together and I just got a text from a good friend. They won't be there. His church won't be there. Stand against the spirit of religion. You think it's not active and living. He's a great friend. But they came two years ago. They didn't like the music So we'll sing a different song they'll come. But anyway, listen, we're all probably prejudiced about something. And it's just a little reminder, you know, I've probably been that way more than I thought I was. I was scared of a lot of things too. Yeah. Amen. So I get to speak I get to be the speaker. I've, I've led the Skytook Ministerial Fellowship for, I don't know, the last 15 or 20 years maybe. So I just told them this year I want to be the speaker. So that's the way you do it. So now you all pray for me. I'm going to talk to them about some things. So anyway, who got a great a financial blessing this week you didn't know about was coming? Anybody? Okay, keep praying something Byron did. Amen. Check in the mail. Amen. Come on. We, we knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. That's right. He said it would. <laughs> Thank you. Let's stand up and hold our offerings up to the Lord. Come on, we're, we're giving in faith. You have to walk in faith. <laughs> I walked in this morning and I see Change. So I said, well, I know it's just got to be good. I come in receiving mode. Come on, it's only, I don't know what they're doing, but it's okay. You don't have to know. Just believe and stand in faith. Sow your seed in faith. No one here starved this week. Everybody's got clothes on. Everybody that wants to have a job has got one. We live in a great land. And listen, I'll tell you what's wrong with the government. It's the church in America. Lord, we repent for us not being the church you've called us to be. And Lord, I stand against the religious spirit in this town. I stand against it in me and this group. Lord, we worship King Jesus. And, Lord, you said to trust you, to try you in this. If you wouldn't pour out a blessing, that we wouldn't even be able to receive it. Well, Lord, I'm still able to receive it. So I know you've got more to pour out. Lord, you have proven yourself faithful to me. You've proven yourself faithful to this church and anyone here that chooses to believe and walk with you. And I decree your blessings will come. Lord, we sow into your kingdom. In Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Facebook, I pray your givers. You can be seated. The church... Uh, is at the Assembly of God Church, which is on South Osage, which would be the first light going back toward town. turns south, and it's down there at least a half a mile on the right. So, uh, service will start at 6. Yes. Yeah, it's it's on down there. Yeah. Past the old school. Yeah. On down that way. Yes. Yes, Eddie McElhannon is the pastor there. You ready for Apostle Angie?
0: Ready or not. Here I come. I don't travel light either. Well, bless the Lord don't get quiet now this is going to be a good day uh, we are going to do some celebrating later and we want to honor my mom and dad and just um, who they uh, have been to this house and to this community and um, we're going to do that in a few minutes but um, i want to share with you about what the lord has given me for this morning and before i do that i just want to start with uh, luke 4 uh, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the good news. He sent me to announce release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set free those who are oppre- oppressed and proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. And not only is that my message for today, but guess what? That's our church mission statement, and that's all of y'all's mission statement. That is who we are and that is what we're about. And if you don't know who you are and you don't know what you're supposed to be doing, you can go to Luke 4 and start with verse 18 and ask the Lord to write that upon your heart and get busy because there's a lot out there that need that, that that need the word, they need the good news. There's a lot of bad news, but we're here to pro- proclaim the good news. Amen. That's that's who who we are to be about. And praise God, we get to be a part of that. Amen. Amen. Come on, guys. I uh, don't have your typical Thanksgiving message. Ha ha ha. Um I've always begged my dad at Christmas to tell the Easter story and at Easter to tell the Christmas story because I always wondered if anybody would ever really even know the difference. And I kind of thought that, (laughs) I'm trying to see if y'all are awake, come on. Uh, But I I thought, well, you know, we could all get up and tell what we're thankful for. Don't worry, we're not going to do that. But, (laughs) you know, because it's going to be the same thing. I'm thankful, you know, family, food, you know, whatever our top, four or five are, it's all gonna be the same. So, um, and not to make light of that, but we all do have a lot to be thankful for. If we're in the United States of America, I'm telling you, we have much to be thankful for. I saw a really cool thing uh, up in Boston. Um, You can check out on my Facebook page. I reposted it, Apostle Nigel Big Pond was part of a parade in Boston with the First Nations people leading the parade, honoring them, saying, the natives go first. And it was amazing. They had all these natives with their headdresses on, and they were leading the parade. And we have heard that whenever that starts being recognized, that revival is going to come to America. So I was really excited whenever I saw that, and it was really cool to see Nigel getting to be a part of that. So I, I was just excited about that. But, you know, sometimes we're not grateful, we're not thankful and we get too familiar with each other we get too familiar with our families we take advantage of our families we hurt those that we love the most we say things to those that we love the most that we wish we didn't say and i encourage you this week to tell the one that you love the most how much you are thankful for them how much you love them it'd be a good time just to do that And um, but especially, let's tell Him how thankful we we are for uh, the freedoms that we have. Because as this few this couple of years has taken place, we're beginning to see that those freedoms are wanting to be lost from us. So we want to continue to stand for those freedoms and thank the Lord that we do have the freedoms in our country that we have. But I felt like, and I was really kind of tormented with with what I felt like the Lord gave me because I almost felt like it was too simple. And I thought, you know what? The word of God is a simple message. It does say, bring the children unto me. And I was like, you know what, Lord, if you gave this to me, I'm not apologizing. It's your word and there you go. But it's amazing how the Lord can give you something and the enemy wants to Befuzzle you and make you try to think that it's not of the Lord or it's not enough Does anybody else deal with that? It's never enough You're never good enough You never do enough You'll never be enough That is straight from the pit of hell (laughs) That is not the Lord But um, I'm going to go to Psalms 1 And I forgot to tell Leah where I was going But if you want to pop that up, would you mind? It's just the first three verses of Psalms 1 is where we're going to go. But um, before I read that, you know, I I thought I want to kind of give you some uh, holiday survival tips. You know, some people hate the holidays. I was talking to a girl the other day. She was like, I hate Christmas. And I mean, she's... Born again Christian. I was like, what? She said, well, I just hate all the stuff, the pressure that has been put on us to, like, we got to have a Norman Rockwell Christmas and do, you know. And I got what she was saying. But how do we survive the holidays and let the light of Jesus shine through us? But you know, past that, how do we go through life? And let the light of Jesus shine through us. <laughs> that, that's like the, I don't know if they still do that or not. They'd come on the TV and say, this is a test. You know, that's the way you feel like your life is about half the time. With that blaring, annoying noise in your ear, screaming. And you're like, Jesus! Who in here considers themselves blessed? Who has the blessings of God on their lives? Are we able to bless others? Y'all are doing good. You know, if we aren't walking in the full blessings of God, it's hard to bless anybody else. And it's sure hard to be thankful, isn't it? Because I got to thinking about that. If we don't know who we are and we aren't walking in that blessed life and we're not secure in our identity and who we are, we're not established. So, therefore, we're not feeling real blessed. And we've probably all kind of maybe have wavered in this at times. Therefore, we can't be thankful. So, it keeps us real self-absorbed especially the whole identity thing, if we don't get that. But it is possible to go through the holiday season or life unscathed. I do believe it is possible. And I'm telling you, our families will give us a real run for their money. And don't think they don't. Boy, we love them, and we're excited to get together with them. And something usually always happens, doesn't it? And your button gets pushed. (laughs) Huh? And you're like, I ain't never going back to with them again. (laughs) Hello. Just experienced it. It happens. And it's usually over the silliest things, isn't it? That's when you hear that screeching, "Eh, this is the test. Let's look at Psalms 1 and 2. And I want to read these because these are very, there's just a couple of things in these verses that's going to help us get through life, holiday season. But you know, sometimes we read over things. We don't catch it. Blessed, and I don't know how, she, I'm reading now the Amplified, so it's wordy, wordy. I'll try to cut it back. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the paths of sinners, nor sits in the seat of of the scoffers but his delight is in the law of the Lord and on his law he meditates day and night boy that sounds complicated we'll be blessed if we do these things to live a blessed life to be able to get through what we need to do there's a few things here that that God is asking us to do. We're blessed by the company that we keep. And y'all get it. We realize we all work with people that don't know the Lord. It's not saying don't go to work and hang out with ungodly people. It's not what it's saying. We got to be careful, though, about who we get our counsel from. Who we let speak into our ear. I have heard... One of the first things that I heard, and it was right here in this church, and it was a bazillion years ago, and it was a lady with her son that was having a lot of trouble with him, and she said, I have an appointment with a counselor in Tulsa, and I'm taking him to him. And it broke my heart, because never once had she talked to the, the pastors to ask them to help him, counsel him, pray for him. Maybe I look at this strangely, but I believe, you know, it talks about letting the elders pray for you if you're sick. Well, if you're mentally sick, if your heart is sick, these are the first people we should go to, to let, to help get us through. And I'm not saying that you can't go to other people outside of this place, but it really made me sad that that lady, she, this what this place wasn't even a consideration and I just feel like that we're missing it sometimes because we're just missing it. And we've been taught, and I'm not saying you can't go outside to a counselor, but you better make sure that they know the Lord and aren't giving you ungodly counsel Amen. I also had a friend that had some uh, problems in their family, and she went to some of the other family. They were Christians to tell them what was going on. She just kind of wanted them to know and to maybe pray about the situation. I mean, they told her opposite of everything what the Word says. You've got to be careful who you cast your pearls in front of christians are not because just because they're christians they're not it's not always godly advice it could be worldly advice i had a friend that used to get her child raising advice from oprah a lady doesn't even have any kids i'm like how much sense does that make be careful if you're getting your advice off tv you know so that's right (laughs) so it's important so those are if you want to be blessed what's it say don't follow their advice don't follow their examples be careful who you are hanging out with who you're letting speak into your lives who we're getting our counsel from your advice from who we whose are examples that, that's a... You know, who's out in front of you that... And we all have somebody that's out in front of us that we're looking at. Who is that? Are they spirit-filled? Are they going after the things of the Lord? We don't... You know, we have to... And you mentioned this a week or so ago, just about the influence that the world has on us just by dress or hair or whatever. But we're probably more influenced even in our thinking than we realize. So if we want to be blessed, we got to be careful who we're walking after, who we're going after, who we're getting our advice from. Boy, that's simple, isn't it? That's things that we tell our children. Don't hang around them. They're bad influence. What parent hadn't said that before? I think the Lord's maybe saying that to some of us. Be careful. You know, and, and hey, our work takes us. We've got to be a light. We've got to hang around some of those. Absolutely, because if, if we don't go hang out with them and let the light of Jesus shine through us, who will? Rob got to experience that this weekend with with a a friend, a new friend that he's made. And he said, Angie, he said, I don't think he even has any friends. Well, what a wonderful light. That's the way it works. And he was excited. He got to go chase a deer around, you know. Me and Mariah, was like, what? In a camper, a sleeping bag? (laughs) We're out. (laughs) We know where we're called to walk. That's not it. (laughs) <laughs> oh, but don't we want to be blessed? Then you know what? The blessing is more than just, oh, bless you, my child. <laughs> blessed is uh, fortunate, prosperous, favored. So are we walking that blessed life? Are we walking in that prosperity? And prosperity is more than just money, health, Favor in your job. Favor with your family. That's blessed. That's blessed. We are blessed. In verse 2, it talks about delight. His delight is in the law of the Lord. Delight is to please someone greatly. So that's this... uh, Another thing the Lord's asking us, that we're walking, that our greatest desire is to please him. To please him greatly. That's to be delightful. Lord, we want to please you. That's my number one on my heart is to please him. Because you know what? If I am pleasing to him... I'm going to be able to love my husband, my daughter, our family, you got. It all just kind of flows into place. We're to enjoy the things of God, his words, his teachings we go after. And it kind of sounds strange. Um, You know, on, on his law, his precepts, his teachings, we habitually meditate on him day and night. How in the world do you do that? Anybody wake up singing a song sometimes? You know, you wake up singing a praise song or you wake up, you know. you. This is how you do it. You start getting in the Word, and then that starts changing your thinking. It doesn't mean you walk around with your Bible trying to act weird. Nobody wants to be around a weird Christian And there's a lot of them out there, and we've seen them right in this place. When you bring a prophetic person in, the weird ones show up. Sorry. But you know why? Because they're after the supernatural. They're after the things of the Lord, and we don't want to get too familiar with the things of the Lord. And I like that weirdness sometimes because it's the Lord, because you can't explain him, and some of the things he does is really strange. I I thought today, and for the last two Sundays, I've thought about Johnny Foot. And I saw on my Facebook that it was three years ago today that he was figuring out that he had that cancer. But he was a wonderful man that had a wonderful word, and it was very unique. And that prophetic anointing. God continues to want to pour out and to give, and I want I want that. I desire that gift, and I don't know why. I just kept thinking about Him. But so, if we want to bless life, just out of these two verses, what's it say? We got to be careful who we hang out with. We need to go after the things of God. Be careful who you share things with. Who gives you advice, and you go after God. Boy, that's pretty simple, isn't it? and how, how do we make things so complicated sometimes it's pretty simple but let's look at verse 3 cuz this is a great verse not that the other two aren't if we if you're blessed and you do those things it says then you will be like a tree who wants to be like a tree <laughs> firmly planted And fed by streams of water, which yields its fruit in his season, its leaf does not wither. In whatever he does, he prospers, and he comes to maturity. I love that. The tree. You'll stand when the test comes because your roots go deep. And I'm telling you, it's like when the tornado comes, when the storm comes, What does the tornado do? It takes up everything that's in its path. When the test comes, that's what the enemy wants to do. He wants to shake you, he wants to rock you, and he wants to pull you up by the roots and totally destroy you. But this says, if we do one and two, we get like verse three. And when that storm comes, when that family ticks you off over your turkey, you don't blow it. It happens, ladies. Come on. It does. Whenever the, the liberal family member says something in the conservative, that, you know, it happens. And all of our families have seemed to have gotten divided in some way or another. So this is going to be our test to be firmly planted and not to be moved by what is said around us. All of the leaves are falling off of the trees right now. And I've decided after I've read this verse, God's not into us being fall-like because our leaves don't ever come off of our trees. We stay green and fruitful all year round. But as Christians in America today, we have got so wimpy, we have thought that, oh, well, today I don't need church, so I'm going to let a leaf or two fall off, and I'm going to stay home. And you know what I see? That's not what that says. Because it says its fruit yields in the seasons and the leaf does not wither. So if the leaf doesn't wither, we don't ever give up. We don't ever stop. We keep going. We don't lay down. We don't give up. We don't give in. We don't retire. We don't fall back. We move forward with God. We set our face and we say, I I'm going forward no matter what things look like. I'm not going to back down. We don't drop our leaves and die. <laughs> and if, you, if you're if you one of those naked trees right now, you know what? You repent, you go after God, and I'm guaranteed you'll have some green leaves on you before you leave here today. It's about that simple. But we can't give up. We yield its fruit in its season. Whenever you need the fruit, it's going to be there. And Galatians 5.22, that's the fruit of the Spirit. And that fruit of the spirit, that's the result of his presence within us. That fruit. And you know what? You're not always going to need each piece every day. You're going to need it at particular times. Love and unselfish concern for others. Joy and inner peace. Joy isn't being happy all the time. But when tragedy comes, whenever conflict comes in your family you've still got a joy of the Lord within you. Patience. It's not the ability to wait, but it's how we act while we wait. Come on. That's the test. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. We don't do it. We can't. We don't have it within us to produce those things. That's why we need the presence of the Lord. That's the Holy Spirit in us. And whenever those things come, whenever the conflict comes in families, then, poop, here's my patience. Leaf sprouts out. I've got self-control when someone says something I don't like. That's the way the fruit. It's always there, though. Our leaves never wither and we're going to be strong, and we're not going to be able to be moved. We had something, we had my, when my aunt was here, and um, we've always all got together. My, My mother's laughing, and I'm not telling this whole thing, but I got pretty wound, we were all going to go to dinner, and I got wound up before you even went. I don't know, I felt like I needed a one of my grandmother's Valium pills before I ever even went. And I don't take drugs or drink, you know. I just need to be medicated before I even went. I was a little, does anybody else get up tight at, at family things? And But the Lord spoke to me and he said, Angie, they are not on you. How they act, it's not on you. You're not responsible for them. I still got upset. We went and, and I, I just have been out of shape. And then what's amazing though, it trickles down because then Rob's trying to help me through it, and then I'm mad at him. Why well, don't he didn't do anything? He's trying to help the situation, and they no help that point, you know, everybody's going down with the ship. <laughs> That's right. I was just beside myself. And he's like, I'm sorry that you're feeling... Don't feel sorry for me. Things can get us in family things. And, I, and a lady told me uh, just this week, she said they, they have you know one liberal and the conservatives in their family so the conservatives say something and the liberal was hacked and offended but she had a very wise husband because he said we're not going to be offended by this and we're not going to let it separate our family and i that was i just that's a very wise man and he basically told his wife, I guess, in a nice way, you might as well get over it because we ain't going nowhere. But you know what? We've got to realize the relationships are more important than being right, than our offense. And I, I believe that if we continue to walk and be blessed by the Lord, those will get easier. Those family things, those times that... And what's so hard? They demand that we let them be free to be who they are. But then they don't want to reciprocate and let us be free to pray or to talk about the Lord or to talk about the things we want to talk about. Anybody experience that? So that's when it gets hard because you have to have this generic conversation that means nothing and act like you're really interested in talking about nothing. And you know what I'm saying? So, but, so, Lord, show us how to walk those times out. These are real-life issues that we deal with, and, and God help us live that blessed life so that we can walk through them and, and be prosperous, prosperous, um, Feel the, and, and know that we are blessed by him, but then as they come, that we can be like that tree, that we won't be swayed by family situations, that we won't be swayed by are we spending enough money on everybody for the holidays, but that we can um, just, when we're with the Lord and we have the mind of the Lord, he's got us, he's got us. Amen. I want to pray for you all. If y'all would just stand for a minute. We're not going to have an invitation or anything, but I just want to pray over you, and I just want to pray a blessing over you. I just want to um, thank you, Lord, that these are blessed people. Thank you, Lord, that we are living a blessed life. And these verses that seem quite simple that say, if we walk this way, you bless us. If we walk this way, we'll be rooted. And Lord, that's what we want. We want to walk your way. That's an old song. Lord, we want to walk your way. We want to walk your way. And I just uh, pray that um, over this holiday season, that you will bless our church family, that you will um, give them Uh, prosperity, that you will uh, give them the things that they need, health. Lord, your presence is here, God, and we just thank you for the things that you're doing in all of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. You can be seated. Mariah, would you bring me that book? I forgot to bring that up here. We're going to continue on with our service, and whenever my dad asked me to uh, do today, as soon as he asked me, and this has been a few weeks ago, I saw us doing this, and I saw us just recognizing them and saying, um, happy Pastor Appreciation Day, and I was laughing because I thought, you know, a lot of people, uh, they say it, it's in October, and I thought, oh, that's like us. We're a month behind, and we just beat to our own drum and do whatever, but um, they were gone for a couple of days, so it worked out great that we were kind of able to do this while they were gone and get this together, but I, I wanted to tell you guys how much I appreciate y'all being here, and... Um, My family really loves you guys. I love you all. And we pray for you guys. And we talk, you know, how's Dave and Judy? Or how's Debbie? Or Debbie's gone on vacation? or We love you guys, and you are in our hearts. He gave me this book. And whenever I read a section out of it, and I didn't know that we were even going to do this at this point whenever I read this, but if I want to read this and we'll continue on, it says, in the New Testament, we are told that apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers are given to the body of Christ to equip her and bring her to maturity. Amen? These leaders are referred to as gifts. Gifts are something that we give to express love. It is with this understanding that we must see our leaders as God's gifts to humanity. And I thought that it was a wonderful way to describe and just say that we want to recognize today what gifts you are to this body. Not only is this week, um, or today, they're, we're saying it's Pastor Appreciation Day, but they're also celebrating their 64th wedding anniversary this week, which is a grand accomplishment. And I believe you said that we're right in the area of uh, celebrating 33 years of when the church started. So there's a lot to celebrate today and i know that um i just want to say you guys are those tr- you guys are that tree and that that's what i see whenever i was trying to say the other day that i su- said when i said that i saw my mom had a lot of grit because she doesn't move too much Amen. we're live oak trees <laughs> so I I appreciate that because it's been a great example to me to not give up, not give in, and not to waver. I'm going to ask uh, Dave and Judy if y'all want to come up. And we're just going to kind of open this up. And uh, anybody that wants to come up and say what they want to say because, you know, yeah, if you want to. And, David, y'all just come right here. Ellen said right in front of over here is the best place. Scooch over. Scoot over right here. There you go. There you
2: go. <laughs> I wanted to have pastors come up. Could we do that? We can do whatever you want Yeah. Y'all come up. Uh, stand right up here. <laughs> right over here. Rob, come up. Am I the right place, David? <laughs> That'll work. <Buy> Facebook. <laughs> this is Pastor's Appreciation Sunday, and we just want to show our appreciation. <clears throat> but uh, I see faithfulness. Faithfulness. Thirty, what, thirty-three years almost. That's that's faithfulness. Apostle Gerald, Prophet Dixie, (laughs) dad and mom of this congregation. Honor father and mother. They're to be honored. There's a, a lot of things we can appreciate here, but We just appreciate y'all. This is family. They care for you. They care for all of us. They have a heart for us. And so I just say that Gerald is apostle. Dixie is prophet. (laughs) Angie and Rob. Angie has taken up uh, the responsibility Take on the mantle that God has given her, and so there's just maybe a couple of things I'd like to say. Uh, I appreciate a lot of things. I think as Apostle Paul said, uh, a lot of teachers, not too many fathers. You've been a father figure for about 33 years. That means a lot. And we're saying that from our heart that uh, we just are so thankful. Now, one thing I'm thankful for just in the last year, how you handled this COVID thing. You took a, a right stand in that. You know, we were shut down for a couple of Sundays and in the parking lot a couple of Sundays you know what, all in all, this congregation has almost been like there's been no COVID. It's just been pretty much normal in this congregation. I appreciate the way you handled that. And I appreciate the fact that you brought this church for 33 years without any debt. That's the business person you are. Uh, not that we had maybe an overabundance of money coming in, uh, but we had enough, and you know knew how to handle that. That makes a big difference. You could have a person in there that uh, you could have a lot of money coming in, and it just coming through and going out somewhere. <laughs> but I appreciate that, and and uh, Angie and Rob, we appreciate you. You're you're. Part of the pastors to be appreciated this morning. Apostle, and I I tell you, uh, your heart shows. You're wanting to lead this, the direction that God is wanting to take. You're wanting to go His way. You're not satisfied with the status quo. That's very, very important. Otherwise, we're just going to be stale. But we're gonna we're we're being changed, and I appreciate that. Appreciate you taking the on Rob. You have uh, uh, more involved in this. You are kind of grafted in, but you but you are in. You're grafted in, and you're more important in, in this leadership than you think you are. And you'll see, right. t- as time time goes by, you know we're not putting anything on you that God doesn't put on you. But you'll see as 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 it as as it goes on that you'll see your more your position, and I think I can see some of it myself. So I I just say we appreciate you, all of you, thank you. and thank you so much. And
0: uh, I think he said it all, <laughs> but i just
3: say i appreciate you a lot and i just thank you for your faithfulness to us personally you know we've gone through struggles and you've been right
0: there with us and we appreciate that and i know that you know in life things hit hard things hit but you've stood strong mm-hmm. i appreciate it and angie i've, I've seen you struggle and uh even with the position God's put you in, but you've taken it. Mm-hmm. You've gone with it. You've run
4: with it. You're not backed away. And I appreciate that. Amen. And uh, we just appreciate you very much. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna
2: let you yeah, anyone else yeah. maybe want to express appreciation? Yeah.
3: I don't know where to start, because I just had a flood of memories. Um, uh, You've you've all been a spiritual family to me. I I know that when my parents were living, they covered me. But when they went to heaven, I felt like I had a spiritual family, that's you and Rob, and and you, Pastor and Dixie. Uh, You've covered me. I know you've been faithful to pray for me, and I I believe that um, it's your prayers that have sustained me through some hard things. But one thing that really stands out to me is, we have pastors who have true grit. they uh, they stand firm for truth. And in a time when we have churches that are waffling, you know what's right and what's wrong, I believe our pastors have stood and been willing to take criticism for it, even. Uh, to tell us the truth about what's going on, what's going on in our country, in our government. And um, I, I bless them, I bless you for um, for just being strong. And, and and you've been able to do it because your focus has been on the Lord. And he's the one you want to please, and you're not man-pleasing people. And, um, and, and so I, I think that's such a strength, and I, I just pray that the church... The, the true church all over will, um, will begin to do that more. And I, I, I want to thank you for being spiritual parents for me. I, I want to thank you for being a spiritual sister to me. And uh, I, I don't think I, I say it enough, but I want to say it today. I am um, blessed to have you in my life.
0: Right, By, Byron, oh my gosh, couldn't spit it out.
5: <clears throat> if, I can, if I can spit it out. <laughs> I, I just want to tell you uh, how much of an honor it's been and it still is and will continue to be to, to serve here under your leadership <clears throat> and just to thank you. Uh, I know for all the blessings and the prayers that you've poured into my family over the last 12, 13 years. It's it's truly been a great time. And I just bless you guys, I love you, and I just look forward to continuing to be here with you guys. Amen. <clears throat> and Andy wanted me to mention, um, I've got the offering bucket here, uh, so we're going to take, take up an offering uh, for our pastor to uh, spend a little time. I think the Keter Center, I believe, is where we're going to, uh, uh, to send them. And so if you haven't had an opportunity to sow into them yet, I encourage you. I'm going to leave the bucket up here and sow into them. It'll be a great refreshing and time for them. And, and we, we want to just say bless you and love you so much.
0: Thank you. Anybody else wanna, come on.
4: I love my
2: dad <laughs> and I love my mom and I love my sister. God led me to this man the day I had a gun to my head and I called out to him, where are you God? And it was a little Catholic lady took me to breakfast, right to his table, and said, this is my friend Stella. She needs help. Oh, boy, did I? And you helped me. You led me to the Lord, and you helped me. And I appreciate that, and in my heart, you're my father, and you're my mother. You're my family, and I love you all.
0: Thank you, Stella. Anybody else? Now or never? Come on, John. Come on, Rob.
5: I beat you, John. Well, I just gotta say that I love you guys very much and I'm blessed to have had you in my life. You guys were there before, Angie. You've been like the aunt and uncle to me. More than that, that's not saying enough. Um, You helped mold my family to what it is today. Your influence on me helped mold me to what I am today. And I just love you both, and thank you for all you do. And I had a scripture for you, and I think, taste and see that the Lord is good, and I think that's been your, what you've, Want so much for everybody to know that the Lord is good and it sure shows on you guys Thank you um,
6: Just want to tell you guys. Thank you for being a father to me and a mother to me and um, you know uh, We all are part of this family here whether you realize it or not. This is a family and um, I want to say Thank you to Angie for sharing your mom and dad because i uh you know just lost my mom and lost my dad when I was a lot younger, but um, i if you want to know the truth, if you don't want to know the truth, don't talk to pastor because <laughs> he'll tell you the truth, and so I'm thankful that uh, I am accountable to him and I love these this family as my own family and um, um, if you mess with them, you mess with me and so <laughs> so uh I just want to say thank you for uh, letting me be here and be a part of your family. I hadn't been here long, a little over a year. But uh, Gerald and I met, uh, Pastor Gerald and I met uh, about 25 years ago at a boys ranch, a boot camp for young men. And uh, I was talking about a horse that we had named Diablo, Satan in Spanish, that he could not be broke. And Pastor Gerald heard me say it and he says, Do y'all have a round pin? I said, Yes, we do. He says, Well, get the boys around the round pen and I'll teach a class and, and I'll have him broke where you can ride him in one hour. Yeah. And he did just what he said. And uh, so I have a lot of respect for him, not only as a horse trainer, and, uh, but as a man of God. And um, I want to say thank you for, uh, to the Heavenly Father for bringing me here. It's uh, been a blessing to be here and uh, been a joy to be here. So God is doing great work. There is a portal here. There is a portal in this church that uh, the Holy Spirit flows out of. Uh, we brought our, brought our boys from the boot camp here to the barn revival in, I don't know what year that was, 96 or so. And um, I experienced the presence of God from that time forward. And I just want to say thank you for loving me. Amen. Thank you. All. Thank, you.
0: thank you. If he can, can train a horse, you're nothing, John. is <laughs> he
7: it down.
0: I I knew you know that there would be several of you want to come up you know and I I was just thinking about that and uh, just of the because I would talk to David and Debbie and Byron about what we should do today and you know Debbie said you know it's not about a gift or giving you something but it's um, to express to you our feelings and how let you know how we feel and you know whenever people pass away um people get up and say their niceties and you know what they don't hear a word and i thought you know i i'm not gonna let that happen because i have continued to tell you i'll continue to tell you but you know we wanna tell you when you can hear it and appreciate it. Not when you're dead and gone. <laughs> that we love you and that um we appreciate you much. So um somebody else has something, to go for it. Richard? Is it on?
2: Oh, it's
7: turn on. that down, man. No,
0: yeah. it's good. Oh this is Richard Tattershaw, they can't <laughs> see you on Facebook, so
7: Yeah, I wanted it that way. But I just wanna say uh i love what david said because gerald does have a father's heart and uh it really has helped me out tremendously not just uh, in life but uh, in my walk with the lord and with my family Um, because you know gerald gerald will shoot you straight he'll he'll tell you how it is he won't sugarcoat it and then if you're doing something that is not right you know he don't beat around the bush with it and I, i respect you for that gerald you know and sometimes in life, we need that, we need that you know, just to get us on the right path and I still remember when I had my first little girl cherish, and she was running around here like crazy, just everywhere, and I just thought, well, that's a spitting image of me and i I still <laughs> Gerald really come to me and said, "Richard, we, you know we need to make sure that you know cherish understands you know not just discipline but just how to the respect of elders and other things and i didn't get that as a kid so i didn't know if that was wrong and uh i just uh i just respect you for that gerald and i just love you and dixie so much and i just appreciate you know from the day that i come in i don't even know probably close to 20 years ago so i just really thank you for your heart and for what y'all continually do and you know you still got many many years to come you know keep that cup it's it's not full, basically. So thanks.
1: I just want to say I appreciate both of you. Um, you've just been very true. Uh, anything that we've had, you've just been very true in it. Uh, and I appreciate Miss Dixie and all her cookies.
0: <laughs> he knows how to suck up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, we have a fabulous lunch and we have a more food than we'll all be able to eat so if you brought something if you didn't it doesn't matter we really ask you to stay and to celebrate my dad doesn't want to eat alone we've got lots of chicken and all the sides to go with it so um i'm just did you want to say anything or okay oh oh yeah she's like john
4: it'll be short Thank you for all the good words, but this is a special time of the year. You know, she talked about fall, but I'm telling you there's fall is a good time. We got married in the fall. We started the church actually in the fall. And you know, just look at it this way. You had me. Oh uh, yeah, we had we had her in the fall. It's a great month. November. But what I'm thinking, of, you're talking about those dead leaves. You know, the dead has a time to fall off. And then we can go to a new year, to a new time. And I think that's what the Lord is calling the church to. Now you talked about a new mindset. And so I believe that that's what the Lord is trying to get his church to become new and have a new mindset. Because the word says that Jesus is going to stay in heaven until all things become new. So there's got to be changes in the Lord's kingdom. Amen. And we're glad that you did this. We're glad. You're glad I surprised you. Yeah, I like surprises. <laughs> but I'm still anxious to see what the changes will be. Amen. Amen. I just want to tell you, I love you. And let me, let me tell you a verse
1: you're in our hearts but uh, Psalms 91 uh, 14 and this is supposed to be God speaking now and it says he but it can be it's he or she because he loved me I will deliver him I will set you securely on high because you know my name so if you love the Lord if you know his name we underestimate how much he loves us and I just bless you with that today hope you can come tonight I want Ascension Church to be represented there and we're going to have a great lunch I know I know whatever they've got planned it's all good I love you and thank you
0: let's stand and I'm gonna just I just say Lord thank you for this time thank you for this food we ask you to